This is Radio Fluxus, stories from the Fluxus archives. In this podcast, we are inviting scholars, artists, curators, conservators, and other art researchers and practitioners to share with us their favorite story about one Fluxus artwork and their views on the use and activation of this particular piece. My name is Aga Vielocha, and I'm a postdoctoral fellow in the research project Activating Fluxus, which is located in the Bern Academy of Arts and funded by the Swiss National Science Foundation. Hello, this is our third episode. Today we have a pleasure to hear the story of Mirror Piece by Mieko Shiyomi, shared with us by Sally Kawamura. Welcome, Sally. Thank you so much for being here with us today, and the floor is yours. Hi, I'm Sally Kawamura and I'm an art historian from the UK. I research Japanese 1960s art and foxes and I'm so happy to be with you today talking about one of my favourite pieces, which is Miyako Shiomi's mirror piece from 1963. The piece exists materially as a small piece of paper and instructions are written onto it in ink. These instructions, they're kept in the Museum of Modern Art New York, and you can view them online. The piece reads, Mirror Piece. Stand on the sandy beach with your back to the sea. Hold a mirror before your face and look in it. Then step back to the sea and enter into the water. And it's signed, Sishiomi, 1963. And it signed Shiomi because Shiomi's name was Chieko, but later on she changed to Nieko. There are Japanese and English versions written by Shiomi. Um, the Japanese version, it's got the English word mirror piece written phonetically at the top in Japanese katakana characters. And this is framed by angle brackets. And these brackets are common formatting that Shiomi uses. Um, to write the titles of her event pieces, both in Japanese and in English. And then there are three bullet points going vertically, and these mark out the different parts of the instruction. The instructions for the score on the Japanese piece, they're written horizontally left to right, like in English, or as in a musical score. And we can see how Shiomi's altered the wording of a score. She's changed still facing backwards, step back and enter the water, to still facing backwards, walk into the water. And the word she used for step back, atozusali salu. As well as step back, it can mean back away or shrink away. What she changed it to, walk, this is the idea that I've always had of the piece, walking back as a durational activity. Um, the English version, formatted the same and it is pretty much the same. Shiomi's used step back and enter into the water here. Step back doesn't have the same connotations in English and though the durational idea isn't as strong in this phrase, I think it sounds nicer than the plainer walk. Um, the words, I think that the words perform as they're read in an archival exhibition because the reader sounds out the sounds in their mind or with the voices. And the sounds of the words are important to Shiomi and she's talked with the music researcher, Nao Takeuchi, confirming this. 
and about how the pronunciation of the words are really important. She only likes poetry and I've read this piece out loud as a poem to friends before now. I just really like the sound of it as it's read and the kind of images that it conjures up in my mind. I'm interested in Hannah's idea of event scores performing materially themselves um, as they decay or change. And we can see a kind of history in Shiomi's original scores because looking at it online, the Japanese version appears folded. And maybe, perhaps, the fold came from being posted and we can imagine the scores winging their way across the ocean to George Matunas. Mirror Peace is also included in Shiomi's Events and Games, which was produced by Matunas in 1964. And it was ready before Shiomi arrived in New York. This is a plastic case with a label designed by Matunas of Shiomi's name. It contains cards with Shiomi's event scores printed on them. Um, Shiomi originally called them action poems, but she called them event scores after finding out from Yoko Ono about George Brecht's work. And then she decided to call hers events for continuity as well. The English versions in events and games are printed black on a white background and the Japanese language scores on the reverse side, they were printed white on a black background. Machunis produced this from event scores that Shiomi sent to him from Japan. He typed out the events in English and slightly changed the formatting so that the title is Mirror rather than mirror piece and the angle brackets are gone. There's been some editing as well. So hold a mirror before your face has changed to hold a mirror in front of your face. And the word then has been edited out on the last line. And the Japanese side of the card has been written in flowing calligraphy. And the calligraphy done, as the art historian Midori Yoshimoto found out, by the artist Takako Saito, who was already in New York before Shiomi arrived. And calligraphic piece is written vertically right to left. And mirror piece again is written in English in Japanese phonetic characters, but without the angle brackets. This piece has always been a real favourite of mine and initially I used to perform it in my mind. So I was aware of it being called an action poem and it being Shiomi's first like this and I was fascinated. I really wanted to experience this piece in actuality so in May this year I decided to do that on a beach in Wales. I'd always imagined it as walking backwards and feeling a gradual sense of abandonment to the water. I thought of it like a musical duration. Shiomi's a musician and composer, and her idea of the essence of music was duration. And this walk backwards, it's a duration with a start and an end point and things happening in between. The duration, it can be chosen by the performer, and I chose to go in up to my waist, although this duration wasn't predetermined. Additionally, imagining it or watching the fantastic films by the artist Alina Brotheris, it feels like a diminuendo. The performer disappears into the sea and 
especially in Elena Brotheris's films, she goes in quite far and you can really get a sense of that diminuendo as she gets smaller and smaller. But performing it, experiencing the performance of it, it feels like a crescendo as the water gets deeper and surrounds the person more. At first, when I started performing this piece, I found it quite difficult to keep looking in the mirror because I was distracted. I wanted to look forwards at the beach like I was accustomed to doing. But when I did manage, finally, to get myself to look in the mirror and focus on it, I experienced a moment of surprise because I found out that instead of me and the environment that had come from, that I placed myself in, the bustle of setting up the performance on the beach with the mirror and the change of clothes and the towels and whatnot and, and everything that was going on, I was looking at an image of just myself and this wide, expansive sea. And I really felt what Shiomi meant when she said that the piece was intended as a merge with nature. And I felt that merge and the unexpectedness of what was next as well. So because I was walking backwards, I couldn't see what was coming next or how big the next wave was. So I had to just trust my senses and trust nature as well in a way. Something that I find very prominent at the seaside is the horizon. And I was aware that when I was walking backwards, that I was walking towards the horizon, towards this boundary line. And the idea of boundary line is really interesting in Shiomi's work. Pieces dealing with shadows and the edges of shadows and her boundary music from 1963 deals with the boundary condition between sound and no sound. And to her, to Shiomi, as she mentioned in an interview with Toshia Kakinuma, she sees a boundary as a kind of a horizon, something that you can enter into. And in a quote from the magazine Geiju Tsukulabu from 1974, she shows how it's where dimensions split and your perceptions open up and you might change somehow. Performing an event isolates the moment in time in which it takes place and it makes it really memorable. The sensations of performing the event, the feel of the water, the wobbliness of walking backwards and the surprise of finding just myself in the sea this has stayed with me. I'd worn a big long skirt on purpose as well so it floated. I thought I'd like to see the effect and so I remember that and not so much on purpose. I'd worn my welly boots and I remember the exact moment and the feeling of them filling up with water. Also conversely there's a sense of the performance expanding into the space before and after the preparation time for the performance and the general environment where it takes place. I, I remember for Mirror Peace, the preparations and the whole act of getting down to the beach with all the beach things, the movement, the feel of the sound, the sounds and all of it became to me anyway, part of the performance or experience in my mind. The environment seemed part of it. And I think the natural environment in Mirror Peace, it's not just a backdrop, but it's also an actor 
And it reminds me of how the environment, in terms of everyday objects and recorded environmental sounds, were used to produce sound in Shiemi's improvisation with her improvisational group, Group Ongaku, in the late 50s, early 60s. Mirror piece, it can only be the same in one place and time. It'll be different in different seas and different weathers or different lives. Different people or have different experiences or imagine it differently. A particular performance of this piece can only happen once and the work, in a way, is created anew each time someone performs it or re-performs it. And that's actually true of all performances of any work. This work and other similar works amplify the relations that are always subject to flux between humans and non-humans, the environment and things that happen in it. And it brings into focus our perceptions of these relationships and also how they could be altered. The other aspect of this is that the piece, it could be performed in front of an audience, but it could also be performed just by yourself, privately. And Shiemi has performed this privately herself. I had some family members with me for my performance, and I was aware of them there watching and photographing. And there were some other people on the beach as well. They were looking in the mirror, and I did experience moments of feeling alone with nature. This brings me on to the idea of performing in the imagination. And Shiomi's mentioned that some of her pieces can either be performed in the imagination or by noticing them occurring in everyday life. And that doing this can lead to an enriched moment. And I feel that this is empowering as well because to perform a piece in the imagination or to just notice it occurring means that we don't need to have a concert ticket or the ability to travel into a city to visit a gallery or museum. We just need our imaginations. For example, her water music, which instructs us to one, give the water still form, or two, let the water lose its still form, can be imagined, performed, or just noticed in different ways. And mirror piece for me is activated every time we read it, think about it, consider it, or perform it in the imagination or in actuality. This is such a beautiful piece and such a fascinating story. Thanks a lot, Sally, for sharing this with us. You were listening to Radio Fluxus. You can find more stories from Fluxus archives on our website, activatingfluxus.com. Until next time, goodbye.